You want to forgive. You know it's a good idea to forgive, but you can't. Why is it so hard? Coming up next, we talk about forgiving as letting go. Hi, I'm Mac Frazier. In case we haven't met before, I'm a pastor, I'm a writer, YouTuber, a bunch of other things. And I've been looking at the subject of forgiveness for some time now, and I have some things I'd like to share with you. So let's get right into it. So what does it mean to forgive? What is forgiveness? Is it saying it's all good? Don't worry about it. It's like it never happened. Forgive and forget. Is it pardoning somebody saying, you know what? doesn't matter what you did. No consequences. Not really. There are some definitions in the dictionary which will point to pardoning as a, a way of understanding forgive. But there are other definitions of forgive too. And I really want to steer you towards using those other definitions. And this isn't just playing a word game. This is trying to understand what's really meant by ancient wisdom and sacred texts when they talk about forgive. So take the Christian perspective, for example. The words in both the Old Testament and in the New Testament that are translated as forgive have within them the idea of release, sending back, letting go. Even the English word forgive has this idea of giving it away. What's being released? What's being let go? So here's one way of thinking about it. And this is a biblical perspective, but if you're not particularly Christian, if that's not your thing, this can still serve as an illustration of what I'm talking about. So in the New Testament, there's this description of a, of a sequence of events. Jesus is in the temple. He's teaching. He's got a crowd gathered around him. He's doing his thing. And suddenly there's a commotion at the back and in comes a crowd and they drag this woman in saying, this woman has been accused of adultery. We caught her in the very act. I mean, how do you catch just one person in adultery? How does that work? This was a trap. What they were trying to do is they were trying to get Jesus to condemn this person to death, something he did not have the authority to do under Roman rule. Capital punishment belonged to the Roman Empire and to nobody else. But according to Judaic law laid down in the Old Testament, this person had committed a sin that was worthy of execution by stoning. Stoning's a bad way to go. It's basically a community picks up rocks and they all throw rocks at the person until they die. Pretty harsh, right? Well, Jesus doesn't respond to the question. Like, it's not that he, he has some sort of tricky lawyerly way out. At first, he just says nothing. And in fact, it says he stoops down and he was drawing in the dust at his feet. We don't know what he was writing there. But they push and they push and they push. So finally, he decides to respond to them. But he doesn't judge the woman. He doesn't say whether or not she, what she did was right or wrong. Though what he does say implies, yes, she did something wrong. But here's what he says. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. So imagine a bunch of people there. They're ready to trap this rabbi that they don't like because he's been undermining a lot of their interpretations and therefore undermining their authority. But I also imagine that there's a certain amount of like righteous rage going on here. So there's, there's clear injustice happening here. The fact that they've dragged this woman who may or may not have done what they're accusing her of doing, if they're interested in justice, there would be a second person there and they wouldn't be trying to like bring it into the temple in the middle of you know, learning and studying and to try to make a capital case right there. I, these people are not about justice. 
I think it's not too hard to imagine that there were some that were looking forward to a good stoning. We can even picture them holding on to these rocks. Now, when you think of a rock, what, what, what's a rock? Rock is a useful thing. You can build things out of stones. You, you know that they can be hard to work with, but they can build really cool structures that last a really long time. It's hard, it's sturdy. Think of a stone as a symbol for truth. When you've got a stone in your hand, that's like saying, I got something solid that I can work with. When you know you're right, that's like holding a stone. You got this rock, all right? So imagine somebody has done something to hurt you, something to upset you, something that was unfair, something unjust. And you're holding this rock, this stone that says, I was right, they were wrong. They shouldn't have done that. They owe me. Well, here's the thing. Often in life, you don't get justice. You just don't. It's a, it's a sad, true fact about life that we do things to each other all the time. And people get away with stuff. And even when people don't get away with stuff, a lot of the harm that gets done can't be undone. So you've got this stone that you're carrying around. You want to say, this stone gives me the right to hurt this person. But let's say that you're an evolved human being, you're spiritually mature, so you don't want to cause pain. So you're not interested in being a punisher. But now you've got this rock. What are you going to do with it? Well, when Jesus said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, what happened was, according to the story, is everyone left. But it was the oldest first and then on down until eventually everybody was gone. And there was no argument. There wasn't a conversation. It was just guilty consciences. People realizing if, if that's the way we're going to play it, I can't be the one to start. I can't cast the first stone because I know in my heart of hearts, I've done something I shouldn't do. And we can imagine those stones that they're ready to throw, just dropping them and walking away. Well, that's what forgiving is. It's dropping the stone. You've got this thing that you're carrying around and it's heavy. And it represents your right to be angry, your right to feel hurt, your right to want something to come back to you. It's a sense of indebtedness, a feeling that somebody else owes you. And now you get to carry it around for as long as you like. But as long as you're carrying it, it's really doing you no good. And so you should forgive not because that other person didn't do something that maybe even earns them a, a rock in the head. People do bad stuff. But because it's not your place to throw rocks and you don't want to have to carry that around, you need to let it go. And that's why it's so hard. When I tell you, you need to forgive, I'm not saying that the thing you're forgiving is nothing. I'm not saying you're wrong. In fact, you're probably right. You've experienced injustice. You've been hurt. That shouldn't have happened. Someone else was wrong. Maybe they're still wrong. Maybe they're not looking for forgiveness. That's not the point. You need to let go for you. But what you need to let go of 
is being right. Not just the need to be right, not just the feeling that you're right, but actually being right. There's a truth and it's doing you no good. Truth is important, but if you're not building something with it, it's just a burden. Let go. Because you're really only responsible for yourself. Say you throw that rock at somebody. Say you, you go after them. Say you try to get a little bit of justice. You really think that's going to change the person? You think it's going to fix what they broke? The end of the story. Jesus, he had continued to writing something in the ground. We don't know what. He looks up. And he sees there's just the woman. Nobody else. And he asks her, where are your accusers? Who here is accusing you? She says, no one. They're all gone. And Jesus says to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Jesus convinced them to let go of those rocks, to walk away from the need to punish her. He said, I don't condemn you. In other words, I am not saying you should die. But he didn't say she didn't sin. That she didn't mess up. That she didn't break one of the commandments. Rather, he said, sin no more. When you forgive somebody else, you are not changing whether or not what they did was right or wrong. In fact, you don't have that power. You can't bend reality. You don't get to decide. You just get to decide whether or not to let go. And until you let go, you're going to be carrying that weight. And it's not doing you any good. So here's a question for you. Have you practiced this? Is this something you've used in your life before? If so, how did it turn out? Drop a note in the comments. And if this was useful to you, hit the like button. And if you want to make certain you see more of these as they come out, subscribe and then hit that little bell thing and you'll get alerts every time a new video comes out. Talk to you next time. Bye.